Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Mouse Jones. I'm Matt Wilds. I'm Flora. And we are live next door. Welcome back, neighbors and plus ones, to another episode of Guys Next Door, Nosy Neighbors. I am the unwilling housewife, <laughs> Shay Mills. <laughs> That's so disrespectful. You don't... You that that sounds crazy. That does not sound like it happened to be here, Shay. And it hurts. It honestly hurts. You know, I just I just don't like this housewife thing. Show wife? I'll I'll wear the title show wife. Housewife? Not here for it's it. It's the same thing, Shay. Oh my god. Not really. That, that's funny. We didn't even open the door yet, so thanks. Um listen, welcome back to another week of nosy neighbors. Shout out to Shay Mills, uh, you know. I, I I have accepted that I pronounced it wrong, and that's just how I'm going to pronounce it. But I say it the way it's read. <laughs> um, welcome back to another week of Nosy Neighbors. Make sure you guys are subscribing, commenting, and rating. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, leave us five stars and a nice little comment. Why? Because we're children and we're narcissistic, and we need to see that we're doing a good job. We need validation. Give it to us, okay? Thank you. Um, also, make sure that you listened to Monday's episode. If you missed Monday's episode, you're an idiot, but you have time to fix it. You don't have to stay an idiot. So what does that mean? That means go after you listen to us, after you get your uh, weekly news updates and your tea and all that other stuff you call it, head over and check out our Monday episode uh, about Drake. We had Drake on, kind of. Like he was there, but he wasn't there. But yeah, you should. In, in spirit, he was there in spirit. He was there in toxicity. Bang. Yeah. I can, I can rock with yep. that. Yep. Uh, also, make sure you are following us on all social media platforms. That is at Guys Next Door Pod on all social media platforms. And if you want to continue that conversation on Twitter, make sure you use the hashtag Guys Next Door. And last but not motherfucking least, stop being a Hakeem Campbell. Stop being a Kimmy Gibbler. You understand me? Stop being a fucking freeloader and a mooch, okay? I want you to head over to patreon.com backslash God Next Door Pod. You motherfuckers are getting two episodes a week for the price of none. The least you could do is put some snaps on the motherfucking Petro, okay? 
Shay like two ply toilet tissue in the house. Okay, we don't be having all that. You know? I I like wet wipes. I'm a woman. I like wet wipes. Well, we, I gotta be sedity with but it. But we ain't got cleanliness. We ain't got no money for that either. We just be running water over the over toilet tissue, um, to yep. to help Shay out. This is why I don't want to be a housewife. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Uh, listen, I have no we. Uh, Mac is on set still. Mac is working. Shout out to Mac. Um, and Ryan is living, you know, gallivanting. He's gallivanting somewhere in Mexico without Wi-Fi. So I had to call in the big dogs. I had to call in my sister from the So Shameless podcast, but truly my sister, my real sister, my heart. We got Miss Daja Bell. Yeah, was goody. Dodge, how's things going over there on So Shameless? How are you guys uh, doing in a pandemic? <laughs> we're good, you know. We're, we're really good. We're in a good place. Um, about to start focusing on rebranding. So things are looking in a different direction coming soon. We have some great new um, segments that we've added to the show that I love, love, love. So, yeah, we're doing good. How you guys doing over here? Your dusty ass house. First of all, our house is amazing. Actually, we just added, we just added, we just got some remodeling done. I don't know if you could tell where, you know, it's new over here. You know, shout out to the big business deals being made. You know, it's kind of nice in here, you know, solar panels, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I wouldn't expect solar. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't expect. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't expect y'all to understand. It's so shameless, kind of ghetto over there. So I, I don't. Yeah, you know, it's 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 part time sex house. So I don't expect y'all to. Um. I don't. <laughs> I, I don't expect. I don't expect y'all to understand the nice things that happen over here. The guy next door house. You know, you know, I just want you to know that we are family, and you are also my child's godfather. That's so my whatever heart. you have going over there. It's part of mine too. So <laughs> keep keep building, keep branding, keep doing your thing. Christmas soon comes. Christmas, Christmas soon, soon comes. Come. And tell Davey I said it's fucking war. Listen, let's talk about that matter of fact. Uh, for those of y'all who listen at home, I want y'all to understand something. I'm very childish and very petty. Okay. You are. And I've never. One thing about me, I think to me the best thing about me is that I don't really give a fuck about money. Money is, is never going to change me. Understand something. Davy, my godbaby mother, which is Parker, who is Dodger's child, her other godmother, her, her godmother, she put a little Instagram post up there about Christmas coming, fuck me, all kind of shit. Understand something. Parker's like one of mine. You understand me? I'm gonna go. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna make some very, very bad financial decisions come Christmas time. And it's not. It's. It's not for Parker's heart. It's not for her love. It's not even to let Parker know that she's loved. It's simply it's to, to rub it in your. Davey. It's to spite Davy. So I want you to know that Davy, you started a fucking war, and it's on, Davy. It is oh, on. Shit. It is on. My child is going to grow up and be one of the pettiest children ever with all the jokes because she's surrounded by a bunch of assholes. Like, I can't wait to tell her, like, yo, your second Christmas, your grandpa, your, your godparents, they didn't really give a fuck that it was Christmas. They didn't even buy you shit that you wanted or needed. Nope. They just wanted to outbuy each other. Might get I'm up. pretty sure a mouse going to do some dumb shit get her like a piano or something stupid. Like It's going to be a stunt war. That's what it is. It's a stunt war. Flex Here war. goes the thing. You're not wrong. Neither one of you has said anything wrong. I was challenged though. I just wanted to be known that initially, initially, my shit was coming from a place of love. Now it's a war. 
Well, Parker appreciates it. And um, uh, please remember that um, happy mommy, happy baby. So that's, I should be a part of that's this That's none of my business. Too. You have a boyfriend. Um, and that's none of my business. So, Ooh, you acknowledged it. Oh, this is growth. We are growing. What? We're growing here. Acknowledge what? You have not acknowledged the fact that I have a boyfriend. Every time I say it, you say it like, uh, uh, whatever. No. Roll your eyes, suck your teeth. No, it's still it's still that energy. That's that's your nigga. That's, Shay, that's y'all problem. You've seen it. That's y'all. We all see it. Uh, no. I'm going to cut that clip for okay. you so you can play it back. Matter of fact, you can send it You can set it as his ringtone. Oh, anyway. Yes. Anyway, like I said, that you is. You have a boyfriend now. You that have is, a boyfriend now. You got a boyfriend. Put a beat behind it. I'm going to put hey. a nice Jersey dub right behind it. Boom, yes. Boom, 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 Shut the hell up. Listen, at the end of the day, listen, you have a boyfriend and you seem happy and all that shit. So that's, that's your business. Um. You listen. We've had this conversation in private. We don't need to hash it out in public. But whatever y'all decide to do, leave me the fuck out of it. Okay. <laughs> okay. I've, I've, I've I'm lo- just here for the acknowledgement. I've lost enough. That's I've what. lost enough friends to their own relationships. Okay. So. Okay. So moving. what do y'all talk about on this show? <laughs> Back to the news. <laughs> oh, now you want to be Mac, right? Now it's the news. Yeah. Fuck y'all. <laughs> Um, so can we just have a moment of silence for everybody's favorite little white man, Alex Trebek? I am oh, come on. Like, I'm hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am hurt. Yeah, so the Jeopardy host, he had, he did pass away after his battle with uh, pancreatic cancer, which I'm not going to hold you. I don't get sad when white people die. There's only two white people that um, if they ever died, I would feel bad about. And this is one of them. Um, because mm-hmm. like Alex Trebek was the person... He brought together families, yo. Like he taught so many immigrants. Like that's how they learned English, just by watching his show. Yep. Like, like think about think about that. Like I know when I would be home, I know that everybody doing their own thing, everybody doing homework on the phone. You know, this is back when house phones was lit. You know, doing anything, but my mom would be home in time from work. My grandmother, everybody, you know. Everybody sitting around watching Jeopardy, but uh, watching Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy, and like niggas have yep. niggas had Jeopardy favorites. Like a nigga lasts a whole week. Niggas like act like that's their family. Right, that's a fact. I think yeah. all of all of my earliest memories revolve around uh, Wheel of Fortune and that's and exactly what I was about to say. Like it's a staple in that household. You come home from school, you know that that's going to be on the television. Yep, and a cartoon's not on. Never. Cartoon's not on. That it is. It is Jeopardy time. So let me ask y'all this, right? Do you clip Jeopardy as a whole? Yes. They can't replace him, and if but they replace him, we ride. I don't think you have. We ride at dawn. See, that's my problem. <laughs> You're sick. That's my problem, right? Like this show's been on for what, like thirty plus years. You don't just end it, right? It had to be. And I don't think Alice Trebek would want it to end. You know, great hosts, you know, I'm not even being funny. Great hosts don't really put too much stock in themselves as much as what they can do for the program, right? And I think he's put a lot of time and effort. He's put his blood, sweat, and tears into this. I don't think he would want to see it end just because he's gone. Why don't you just rebrand it, rename it, and have a similar show but we understand that Jeopardy, that belongs to Alex Trebek. Just change your name. It's kind of like Soul Train. So technically... 
technically while he was um, under chemo and stuff, like there was a stretch of time where he wasn't actually on the show mm-hmm. while he was uh, getting treated mm-hmm. medically. So like, I, I mean, I guess te- like we've, we've seen other hosts, but I just feel like this is a legacy piece and I don't want to see, it's kind of like when, um, I don't remember the original host name, but then, uh, what, what's that white man's name? Drew something. Drew, Drew Carey. Drew Carey. No, you're talking about so Price is Right. Yeah, like, Price is right. Yeah. Price is right. There we go. Yeah, and it, like, and I it's still. I didn't, I didn't care for him taking yeah, over. But the, it's, it's a whole new generation. But guess who ain't too You got to remember. I ain't there's a whole new generation. But you don't buy the shit. That's you don't buy the shit that they sell ads for in that middle in that part time of the day, right? There's just. I'm not talking about the other generation either. I'm being selfish. Oh, I'm talking about me. okay. Well, I'm I'm speaking. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking overall, right? I'm thinking overall, and I and you know it's like a Family Feud. Family Feud, we don't get Steve Harvey being the greatest Family Feud host ever if it if it stops after the other host, right? You get what I'm saying? Like there's been like three or four hosts since then. Yeah, okay. Um same thing with Price is Right. Um I'm trying to think. Like these shows, if these shows are gonna last, obviously, you know, we know old white we we know uh racism keeps white men alive like mad long, but you know, um I think I, I would wanna see a black I was I wanna see a young black like comedian become the host. Like I, I think Jordan Carlos um would do amazing as the new host of Jeopardy. Who's that? Uh he's a he's a comedian, uh writer. Um he used to write for 30 Rock, used to write for uh Okay. Yeah, like I think he's just I saw really- somebody I saw somebody post that um the new person that, that should host Jeopardy um should be hits from the streets. If Not hits like- for if hits from the street was the host of Jeopardy, just no, I wouldn't miss an episode. <laughs> you can sign me up to be the social media analyst, social media job. If Hitch from the Street hosts Jeopardy, just know you got a guaranteed viewer from Mouse Jones. Yeah, I would I would see that's the thing, right? Like because I would be okay with the show continuing, but I think like because of all of the things that he has done for, you know, just the television community, that his jersey should be hanged in the Raptors with the name of Jeopardy and they should just rename it. Then it's not so Jeopardy not anymore. The host of Jeopardy. No, but it is. Same concept, same show, just give it a different name. I feel you. I I, I, I can respect that. I feel you. Um or give it like a like a like a sequel esque name. Mm. Like that, there be like the original, like Jeopardy like Jep- like, like Jeopardy doll, Jeopardy dose. No, nigga, like Jeopardy That's two not. or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> Jeopardy doll. What? It's not even a word. When we're talking about an intellectual platform, you're not gonna name it something that's not a word. Letters that begin with Q, Alex. Oh, there's something wrong with you. Che, che, like, che, che, you're looking a little lost. Um, you're young. That is from Rosie <laughs> Perez when she was on uh, Jeopardy during White Men Can't Jump. White Men Can't Jump. Sorry. I saw somebody. Tweeted, che looked mad. Um, che looked mad. <laughs> That's why I said you're dumb. I said, let me help somebody you. Somebody tweeted when he died. Um, somebody go check on Rosie Perez. She was going. Don't get this tweet. You too young for me. Listen. And I said, you absolutely right. Because I get it. Listen, I'm, I'm sick of these young motherfuckers. Che, uh, also, who, um, King Von died this week. King Von, and and that was that was some drama around there. So you know, first and foremost, rest in peace, King. Uh, Sleep well. Um, Damn, 
It, it, it Dodge, I seen you tweet the, uh, because as we recording this, we are, the word is still out. We're not sure, but, um, Dallas rapper DO3, um, I think he signed to young, uh, I think he signed to U, Lil Boozy. I'm pretty sure. Um, he got shot. Um, there's no word on if he died or not, but he got shot and it wasn't looking good for him. Um, you said Texas, right? Texas. Yeah. He's, he's 26. I think he passed. That's right. Well, rest in peace, DO3 as well. So in a matter of yeah, seven, in a matter of like six days, two young rappers have passed in a matter of a year. That's three or four young rappers that have passed from gun violence. Um, Nick Blicky, you know, a, a Brooklyn, a young Brooklyn upstart, he, he was also killed. Dodge, you said on Twitter, um, a few minutes ago, you said, well, you could say what you said. And I don't want to. Um, well, basically what I said is something that I've been saying for a long time and it's in our lifetime, from what I can remember, we only had two major rappers die from gun violence and that's obviously Pac and Big. Um, these young kids are dealing with a level of trauma that is untreated, that is almost unimaginable. Like I was a junior high school teacher and seeing like the impact of when um XXX Tentencion, when he passed away on my students and how they felt and the things that they, they were going through and how sad they were. And there was another juice, juice world, right? Mm-hmm. That was another one. These are and none of these rappers are rappers that I really know. Or I know much about because I'm still very, early 2000s 90s rap chick like i that's still the music that i listen to but i'm seeing the impact of this on the youth and i'm like i know this is traumatic i remember when Pac and biggie died and we 30 plus at this point and we still not even over that shit Mm. like i remember what that did to hip-hop i remember what that did to us at these young ages like i was five six when they died and i still will never forget when biggie died and how brooklyn turned up i will never forget watching kim walk out of you know that funeral and the way that she broke down in mary j's arms and we only had two these little niggas got like 10 if it's not drugs is gun violence and how mm-hmm. are they really coping with that like what is that like what does that look like in the minds of the youth and what exactly can we do about that because there there are several issues with that my biggest issue is that i think that the youth is pussy mm. and i think that that's where the real problem starts because you don't see niggas fighting like that anymore Everybody is going to get guns. So it's one of two things. They're pussy and they lack empathy. Because as an adult, you know that if you take somebody's life, you're taking their life. You're taking that life away from their mother, their father, their kids, their uncles, their cousins, their friends. Like one life impacts and touches dozens it's not just that one person and it's like these kids they don't understand that they just like yo i just don't want to get my ass whooped so i'm gonna shoot you and then you die and you're not understanding the effect on everybody else so so here's the thing because i have my own little theory about this because i've seen it happen with my own brothers so um i think that it's a it's i partly blame technology And when I say technology, it's going to sound stupid. It's going to sound very old of me to say, but I think there is a level of impact that these first person shooter video games have Mm -hmm. on the psyche of like my own bro. One of my, I have two younger brothers. 
One is 24. The other one is 17. The 24 year old, um, did, had no aspirations in life and went straight into the military and was upset when he wasn't put in infantry. Cause they he wanted put to shoot communications. And, yes. <laughs> he sick. thought, he thought military was going to be like Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then when, when, when they put him in communications and he didn't want to do that no more, like he, he's out now and, you know, he's getting his benefits, whatever. But even my youngest, who is now ineligible for the military for medical reasons, he, he had the same, like he was following my other brother's footsteps who, who followed my dad's footsteps. My dad is a, is a military man. Happy so Veterans like, I Day, think, by the way, to all the vets. I, yeah, I got to call him later. I got to call him we later. We here. But I think there's a level of, um, of like, when you say they don't have empathy, I think that they, they don't have the capacity to realize, like, life is not a fucking video game. You can't respawn somewhere. So they don't have that regard for human life in general. It's sick. And I agree with you. And that's something that I was thinking about myself earlier today. Like, but I also feel like, I don't know, because I've never played Call of Duty, but I've seen it and it's a little bit too much for me. But I remember being home, coming home after school, being stressed and going to play San Andreas. And I had all the cheats and just go out and get a gun and just shoot everybody on the street. And I felt better. Like, I remember that, but I don't feel like it affected my psyche. I was playing Siphon. My uncle was in the military. So he had all the games. He sent me like Siphon Filter, Grand Theft Auto, all the cheats and everything. And I was shooting shit from like 11, 12 until like a good 17, 18. And I don't feel like. I have lost that sense. And I feel like that also comes with having certain men in my family and understanding that it's okay if you lose a fight, but you fight and you, you defend yourself. And on top of that, it, it was always, I can give you a gun, but what are you going to do with that? And here are the values of having this. And this is what it's for. And if you ever pull it out, it's because you are in fear of your life, not because you scared to get punched in the face. But also we're a generation who we we're in that sweet spot of we remember life before technology and we've yeah. grown to adapt to technology. These yeah. kids only know this technology. It's ghetto here. We I don't like it. Extremely. So I remember I remember Big. I remember Big matter of fact, I, I do remember when Pac and Big died. Um I remember, I remember the solemnness like New York. I remember being in my dad's car when Angie announced it. Um, I remember being. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, what the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. 
And my dad's car went, that's funny. I remember being in my dad's car when Angie announced Pac's death as well. Um, I don't think the violence stopped. As, as, you know, I think it was regional, right? I think rappers have been dying in the streets for a while. I think, you know, cause you, you got Soldier Slim. Um, you got, you got young greatness. You got people that were dying. And then I think because of, the access we have now is just like in front of you, right? Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's the video. I think that's a crutch. I think it's a lot more about what happens in real life. I think it's a small piece. I think I think it's a small piece. To be honest. You know what? I would say that these video games are, my pushback would be these video games are available worldwide and nobody has an issue with Gun violence, like America has an issue with gun violence, so it can't be that, mm-hmm. right? I, I, I think it's because everybody else regulates their guns. I, I mean, they don't. I mean, it's crim. These people, the people doing crimes, especially when we're talking about in our gen, when we're talking about in our community. Believe me, these kids aren't doing crimes with legal weapons, right? So you could regulate legal weapons all you want. What are you going to do with the criminals who who get guns illegally, right? I think what's going right. on. I, what what I think is going on is. There's a disconnect between who can tell these little niggas something. And I don't think it's, he's, I don't think these kids are scared to get punched. Yes, I do think there are a lot of kids scared to get punched in the face. They are petrified. But also, there are also kids who don't mind getting punched in the face, but they also know that just like I got a gun, he got a gun. And you got to account for that. You get what I'm saying? And I think we, are tending, I think what's happening here is in our community, and I'm scared that it'll, it'll resemble what happened in the early nineties and what allowed for that 94 crime bill to be passed. I don't want us to get so fed up with the youth that we throw them away. Yeah. I don't think that, that I, I come from that place at all. I'm not fed up with them. I'm, I'm sad for them and I want mm-hmm. more for them. I'm not upset at them. This doesn't come from a place of like anger or you should do this or you need to be doing that. Like that's not even it. And as you guys know, well, I don't know. Well, you know, Mouse, mm-hmm. and I know you know Shay, but for me, mental health has been one thing that I have been pushing and pressing for, especially in our community for the last, I want to say three years, maybe mm-hmm. three and a half years from since I went back to therapy. And I um saw how it impacted my life and changed who I am as a person. Like I can look at the Dodger that I was a couple of years ago, having less, having less determination, not really in the right mind state, just doing a lot of dumb shit that wasn't necessarily making me happy. And actually like sitting down and doing the work and finding the root of my issues, my trauma, and then manifesting it into something else, right? So I know the things that I've been through and I can only imagine the things that these kids are going to like these, this untapped trauma and not really knowing how to navigate it. And I speak all the time about it from a place of, I think that everybody should be in therapy, but there's something about my relationship and what I see in black men that I think that black men need to be in therapy, like 
first appointment like if you had to like rate it on appointment scale <laughs> black men should be at the fucking that 9 a.m appointment priority should be priority. all black men because of the shit that they go through and they internalize and then we say things like you can't feel because if you feel then you like a little bitch you can't cry like all of these things that we put into these men and then they're dealing with poverty miseducation uneducation not being able to be understood in the educational system and drugs violence like all of this shit you even think about you can even take it to sexual abuse black men get sexually abused all the time they don't talk about that shit or they pacify it as if it's a joke and it's like a laughing matter these kids need to be in therapy too there's no way that you can have a favorite anybody that you stand for and they just die violently and you see the video of them dying because they can't, they don't have the impulse control to not watch certain shit. How does that impact you? How does that make you feel? And then you have your favorite rappers and their friends and their crews like, yeah, if somebody slide on me, I want the whole crew to slide back. So it's like death, 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 death. And it's like normalized. That's not okay. Even sometimes you see videos of things happening, people getting shot and killed in the street. Even as adults, some adults are desensitized to that. Like, you're not realizing, like, yo, somebody just died and I just watched that shit. That's not normal. Mm -hmm. You should not be able to move forward with your day normally after seeing something like that or after hearing things like that. It's supposed to hit you. It's supposed to impact you. But it doesn't do that shit anymore. That's a problem. So how are you fixing that problem? You can't just shove that down into your spirit. How do you fix that? How are kids fixing that? How are these 13, 14 year olds that are all of their favorite rappers are either dead, drugged out or locked up? How do they process that? And what are we going to do to help them process that? Mm. That's a great question. Cause I was going to ask you that same question. So yeah, that is. A oh question. nigga, I don't know. No, I, no, no I'm glad. <laughs> these I'm are glad, the questions yeah. I have in my head. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. You know, I like to say things on here not to brag or not to boast or show off, um, but to hold myself accountable. I want to do something with us. Che, write this down somewhere. I want to do something mm-hmm. where guys next door, where we sit with some some youth. I got the perfect school for you. I'll take you right to my old school in East New York. Go talk to those little niggas the way I was trying to talk yeah, to them. I want to I wanna see what's going on. And I don't want to fix them. I want to ask them what's going on. I don't want to... And I want to literally see what, you know, I want to know what's going on in the head. Because I got girls, so it's a lot different. Um, so, yeah, write that down somewhere. We got to do that. Um, I just put it in the group chat. All right. Well, rest in peace. Once again, King Von, rest in peace. Doe Do, uh, Do 3, um, rest in peace. Um, I'm missing one. That's crazy. Alex Trebek. Alex Trebek. Alex Trebek. Alex Trebek. Rest in peace to those three. Um, okay. Now. Into some news that probably put a smile on only Chase face. Um, oh, cause yeah, no, <laughs> only yeah, only Chase yeah, face. No. Um, Donald Trump has been uh, voted out. Um, uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are the fix your face dodge. I mean, has he really though? I mean, he's he's been voted out. Um. The 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 vote says he's been voted out. Um, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are the new president and vice president elect. Um, yes. How, how 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 do you feel about that, Che? You were very 
you you were very pro vote. You were very again not saying that Biden is the uh, best uh, candidate or the next white knight and our great savior. Not saying any of that, but. We clearly see what the previous orange devil is capable of and what he does uh, uh, to the country as far as being a a great divider. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's time to test a new devil. That's it. That's crazy. uh, Yes. Yo, yo. (laughs) There's a, okay, no, no. So I say that. I say that because there's a saying that, um, I'm pretty sure it's an old saying, but I got it specifically from one of my favorite books. And the saying goes, the devil you know is always better than the devil you don't. But in this particular case, I know this devil and I no longer want any parts of this devil. So I am ready to try a new devil. That's just me. Mm. Mm. Okay. Well, wow. Uh, Listen, wow. I, I, I have not heard it put that way, but okay. Dodge, what about I you? I have never heard, heard, that heard of that saying. No, I've heard, I've, of I course, heard I've heard before. I've heard the saying before. I'm just saying I've never heard that put. I haven't heard anyone put it in that way about this specific election. And, and you know, yeah, like I, I, because a lot of people are like, oh, well, you know, Biden's track record. I, I get that. The every politician has a very dark past, um, and a lot of which we have public record of. I get that entirely, but at this particular point. I am so sick of seeing an orange popsicle destroy this country that yo, I am. Chase be going on, yo, on Thursdays. Chase be going on. Orange popsicle this is, Ch- is On Thursdays, this is Chase show. Like, I'm just here. Chase be going on for Thursdays. <laughs> she ain't never been this funny on a Monday episode. Call this nigga nigga orange popsicle. I never heard no shit like that before. What about you, Dodge? How does this affect I'm you? Just- Black women, y'all have saved. The country yet again. Don't we always again, again? We don't we always? Is this we always saving no, some shit? But if if everybody, this is my only question. If everyone agrees that this man does not is not the savior, then did black women truly save the country? Yeah, we saved them from tyranny. We saved them from um, authoritism. Uh, a sicko like we saved we saved this country from the worst that it could be but it's not like we had the choice to put in the absolute best we just put in a better and the thing is and the reason why i said is he really gone because as we are watching in the news right now he ain't going nowhere he didn't concede He's still trying to push this narrative that they was like, this is fraudulent. And because, because he lost, everything is a fraud. Everything is a it's scam. Funny, it's funny Even you say though that. we lost he was, because he was really, he was really excited because they just announced that he won Alaska. He, he believes those. It's, fu- it's, it's funny you say that, Dodge. Three hours ago, Georgia wow. announced that the 2020 election results will be officially recounted by him. Of course. They had to recount Georgia. They had to recount Georgia. It was too close. And he flipped. But the thing is, what what is funny about this president is the president understood what the status quo was. He moved the goalpost and then decided to say, after what he did, that the shit was fraudulent. And he also knows that he has an occult-like following. The nigga could literally wake up one day and say, 
the sky is purple and all of those hickey ass red republicans are gonna be like well donald trump said it's purple so it's purple so i bet you the sky's not blue anymore don't say that it's blue because donald trump said it's purple like and they will look you in your face and say nah the sky is purple you literally said people are gonna mail in ballots don't mail in your ballot republicans you go to the polls because the mailing system is corrupt <laughs> democrats don't listen the mailing to that system motherfucker. Is corrupt because of who he put in there but 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 democrats don't listen to donald trump so democrats did what you should have done in a fucking pandemic anyway which was to mail your shit i but i this was my first year ever doing an absentee ballot i have always gone to the ballots i did an absentee ballot for for both of the elections me too i did that shit so what i'm saying is I did you sat there and said and you sat there and said, <laughs> Don't, I'm, not, I'm not doing Why that. Why are you, you big lying? He big I'm lying. Not, no, I did, I, I, mean, did, I did absent. I, I, I was he abs- said he did I was, absent. He did not vote. I was abstinent. I, was I wasn't fucking with it. I was abstinent. Get That's fine. Whatever. <laughs> but my biggest issue with this is you said to these states, do not count any votes until election day. You also told all of the Republicans not to mail in the ballots. You knew that the Democrats were going to mail in ballots. You knew that if you told them not to count the votes until election day, that you would come out winning most of these states. Why? Because the Republicans did what you said and the Democrats were going to do the opposite. Now, when you see states flipping, you're calling fraud. But it takes a day or two or three to count hundreds and hundreds of thousands of ballots. So he played this correctly. You done appointed three Supreme Court judges. And you're going to bitch and mock, cry and moan your ass all the way to the Supreme Court if he gets that far to try to get this shit overturned in his favor. So at the end of the day, I am excited, but I'm not stupid. And I am not excited until, or I, I will not admit or believe what I see until I see Joseph Biden taking his oath on commencement day. He, here's the thing. Here's the thing. My, my dream, nothing would bring me more joy than he don't have to concede. I want the FBI to drag him out by his last <laughs> and move him right in the Rikers. <laughs> He don't, he don't gotta touch a box. Let Melania already got that shit packed up. Sir, go ahead and log out for me. <laughs> that, I want, I want them to hit him with the Marge Simpson meme. Like, just, baby, just go ahead and log out for me. Clock out for me. And drop his ass straight to fucking Rikers. That's what I want. That is my, like, nothing. I, I would actually, the day that happens, I'll smoke a blunt. <laughs> I've, and I've, I've never smoked a day in my life. I'll smoke a blunt the day that happens. Lit. Look, and look. Sometimes you gotta drag a bitch out the house for them to be out the house. Listen, uh, sometimes Tyler Perry taught us this early. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> you gotta, sometimes you gotta drag a nigga home just to let him know you love him. Son, all the things, mm-hmm. the all of the things. He could be somebody's nice little uh, uh, butt pillow right there. Mm-hmm. He fluffy enough. All right. Well. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been a Nosy Neighbors episode. Um, also, before we get out of here, I just want to laugh at a white woman real fast. Uh, Britney Spears, still going through it 20 years later. Love to see it. Um, 
Yeah, That's her. Happening. Yeah, she's in court. They won't remove her dad's name off her estate. Yeah, she's just going through it, and I love to see white women in peril. Also, in white women in peril news, I'm watching this show called Queen's Gambit, and I am very, very attracted to the lead actress, Beth Harmon, who's a white woman and very weird looking, and I don't know how to feel about it. I don't know. Um, cancel me, please. Um, <laughs> I would like to say, uh, if you got, if you guys agree with what we said, if you didn't agree, if what we want to hear what you think, so leave a comment. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, or let us know what you think about this. Uh, on Che's last picture, her last Instagram picture, go underneath it and let us know what you thought about what was spoken about wow. today. I've been on Instagram in so long <laughs> that it's it's. I haven't been on Instagram in like three months now. No, really? No fun. Mm-hmm. We used to sit. We used to. <laughs> we used to send the file. We used to send the listeners to her uh, page. It used to be so fun to comment on my thirst traps and and just he, he's just a whole terrorist over there. <laughs> yeah, he is. He can't help himself. Oh, you know what, guys? Go to Dodgers page. Go to Dodgers Instagram under her last picture. Whatever was posted, as long as it's don't not Parker, don't play with Parker. But whatever. Parker's not on my page no more. She got kicked off. Oh, say less. Oh, that's right. (laughs) I was wondering. I was like, yo, why is this baby fight? Oh, it's Parker. I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, she got kicked off. Nah, because I be having to block Mookie's friends. Mookie be telling her friends my Instagram and they be following. I'm like, no, you got to go. You got to go. You got to go. It says class of 2040. You got to go. I'm not doing this. 18 and older yeah. in this day. First of all, I don't even want I don't even want 18 year olds on my page. Honestly, I don't I don't want nobody kids on my page. I need nothing a, under 25. In 25 I mean, is fact, 25 saying, is it, pushing it, it. Those are kids. They That's still, a fact. 25 year old women still don't know how to wash their vagina well. You know, still be having a little talk to it. pH balance be off. Can I go now? Irish spring soap in the vagina. It's so time to go. Okay, I'm ready to go. All, we got some sense. It's it's yeah. Oh, I keep women don't Shay know the Irish Spring. This, this man no more. Yeah, I forgot Shay was 25. I'm not 25. I'll be I'll be 28 next week. Holy Woo! Spit your game. Talk your shit. Holy! Are we doing a birthday episode? Yeah. Are we doing? Li- we're going live. To, we're celebrating Shay's birthday live. We got to figure this out. Yay! News coming soon. I will figure this out. Um. As for you guys at home, the neighbors, we appreciate you. Uh, a huge shout out to my sister and lover, Dodge, Miss Dodger Bell, for coming through, kicking it with us on a Nosy Neighbors episode. Um, to be honest, we've had two great Nosy Neighbors so far. Her and Aisha K. Fines, both very smart, both very fine. I love her. So shout them out. I'm actually about to see Aisha in another hour because we're shooting a grapevine. Um, Behave yourself. Don't I always? <laughs> huh. Shut up, Che. Uh, listen, guys, a lot of great things coming down the pipeline. A lot of great things coming up for you guys. Um, and it's literally only because you guys are the greatest support system, fans, family, neighborhood, neighbors that anybody can ask for. So uh, we appreciate you guys. Make sure you continue to subscribe, rate, and comment. Um, make sure you listen to the Monday episode. So at the end of this, as soon as I say bye, head over there, get into that Monday episode. We spoke about Drake and, uh, you know, we just broke it down. We broke down some of, some of our favorite lyrics from Drake. We broke down some of his most toxic bars. Why does he keep winning? All the good stuff. So, you know, go over there, check that out. Um, head to Patreon, patreon.com backslash guys next door pod. You keep getting 
two episodes for the price of none. The least you can do is stop being Hakeem Campbell. Stop letting the spirit of Kimmy Gibbler be on you. Stop being a motherfucking moocher. Okay? I want you to put a little snap on the Petro. Okay? All right. Um, and what, Che, and, and you saying about, in about two weeks, we should have the email newsletter up and running for them? Sure. <laughs> I thought y'all spoke. No, we're speaking Friday. I don't know nothing that's going on. Never mind. See, ne- this is what happens. Two weeks. This is what happens. They be doing shit behind my back. This is how they run the house. Now y'all witnessed it. <laughs> I did not do any. Listen, you can't. Have, you can't let men run shit. That's part of the problem. <laughs> She's not lying, and that's why I've given all control over of this house to Che. Um, yep. <laughs> that's, Smart man. But that's also why. Our visual was late that this week, y'all, because y'all kept asking me. It was Che. Blame Che. Y'all always want. Y'all always want blame me. Blame I, Che. Listen, I had some side monies to deal with. See how they do the home. See how they do the home. Just want to put that out there. Uh, thank you guys. Thank you guys. Thank you guys. Um, we will see you next Monday. We out. And we are live next door. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.